0: following takes place between 8 a.m. and 9 a.m. Are you a homeowner
1: who is dangerous with tools? Do you start a project and never finish it because no. frustration sets in? Do you think maybe you should have called a professional? It down. Well, look no further. Image Home Improvement is now live on the Double Wide Network. And now, Remodeling Contractor. TV personality, and your host for Image Home Improvement, Steve Dubell. Oh my God, it is Saturday
2: and it is utter bedlam and craziness here at Phoenix Comic-Con. We are broadcasting live this Saturday from probably one of the biggest conventions that I've ever been a part of, and along with us today we've got a special crew of people here we'd like to welcome all the attendees and there is so much to see here buildings and buildings of things to just uh, enjoy yourself and just you know get out of your reality and uh, the man behind the ship today who's taking care of it and he's got everything in front of him except the sneeze guard Mike how you doing buddy Open mic, all right. <laughs> open mic today.
3: <laughs> there we go. There you go. Right. Here it's right. an open mic. No <laughs> sneeze
2: guard and no Dan. And no Dan. You know we want to send out some kudos and some uh, good vibes to Dan. Dan is actually uh, home resting. He uh, is a little bit under the weather and he couldn't make it. And I know he was uh, bringing his alter ego Yoda with him today.
4: I think he's dressed up and out there somewhere. You think so? I think he's. You think in. so? He's wandering around. All right, but we've we've
2: got some great we've got some great people here with us today. We've actually got Kevin Fulkerson. For those of you who follow the show, actually, he is our that would help. He is our he is our resident man, telling us all about some of the future home technologies that you can design into your home. We're going to be talking with him a little bit later, and. The lovely and talented Wendy West is with us. Wendy, how are you doing? I am right, your doing first time. awesome. Did I ever think you were going to have you on my show on Saturday? <laughs> it's great to have you here. Thank
5: you. I'm having so much fun. All right.
2: So now everybody is in. Actually, everybody is in costume for the most part. Yeah. Except the latecomers, Kevin. Yeah. No. I, oh. <laughs> I dressed, hey, I
4: dressed up as an old guy. <laughs> you went d- as an old guy? Yeah. With white hair? From the back, oh, you
2: know, so, oh. back to the future. Oh, so back you're. <laughs> to
5: the future. Where's it? It's the beginning of the future. No. Yes. <laughs>
2: That's right. <laughs> the beginning of I'm the future. I'm the before.
5: You know what? I have to tell you, yes. uh, yesterday I dressed up like Jessica Rabbit. Yes. And I have never been so uncomfortable in a dress before <laughs> in my life. <laughs> I mean, it was to the point where I couldn't even use the restroom by myself. I had to have somebody un, like, take me out of my dress. Up. It was so tight.
2: Oh, my God. I got to tell you. You, know, you weren't here. I know.
3: Dude, you missed out. I know.
2: I know. I, I can't be everywhere at one time. We were getting ready for today.
3: Well, you're supposed to have your bunny ears on, too. I know. They couldn't just beam you here, Steve? You no, they couldn't beam me. Where's your phaser? And you everybody, phaser,
2: everybody's wondering, what's Steve coming as? What's Steve coming as? And anybody. Who knows me and a lover of Star Trek knows that I'm going to be Captain Kirk. Ooh. Absolutely. You know, the, the guy who always cheats death, the guy who always seems to fix a home that really is beyond repair, and when it comes out smelling like a rose, everybody's happy. That's my job. That's my job. <laughs> but we're going to be talking about one of our topic for today is a great, uh, some great information about future home technologies. And we've got some great people here. As I said, we've got Kevin Fulkerson from Cornerstone Design. Uh, Sean LaPointe from Mr. Electric is going to be with us. Uh, Chase Goodman from Creative Custom Solutions. do you see some of the stuff that he's bringing with us is going to be awesome. It's got some one of the things that I, I'm excited about is, you know, one of the things you can do to, uh, you know, get uh, get into the future is some of the lighting effects that you can do electronically now. It's just it's going to be awesome. He's going to bring some demonstrations here for those of you who are here and be able to check out some of the pictures. We're going to have a, a an array of pictures we'll post online later, and um, and as usual uh, for those of you who are with us. Uh, Last week, uh, a returning guest, my pleasure to welcome Michael, and as he's well known, Mr. Sunshine Jansen from Comprehensive Energy Solutions will be here, and we'll be talking about the latest in future home technology with him as well. So make sure you stay tuned, and as if if you uh, have followed us, you can check us out at all the things that are going on here at Phoenix Comic Con this weekend on Facebook, Twitter, and also our show website, imagehomeimprovementshow.com. So, Mike, before we get started and we introduce our first guest, what, um, is, what do you think about uh, some of the people that are here in their costumes? I want to get your take on costumes because you're a resident. Man behind the scenes,
3: you know, uh, being undercover Clark Kent here.
1: <laughs>
3: you really see. Where's the phone booth? You really see the creativity. I mean, you, you don't know people until you see their costume and what they've worked on all week or even months. I months. mean, mm-hmm. months, months, yeah. And that, how realistic they get it—it's—it's it's crazy to where you think like you're actually next to a superstar when they're really their well, he helmet. Is anyway, but yeah, I mean, you know, yeah, you know, you know what's <laughs> scary is some
4: what? of these people actually. Like this at night and on weekends at home. Well, you know when you, especially when Wendy. <laughs> Wendy's raising her hand. Oh,
2: Wendy, you're too funny.
6: <laughs>
2: oh my god! But you know, it, it, it's again, it's a time. It's a, it's just like anything else. A time to enjoy something that you really love, whether it be uh, some science fiction characters or some cartoon characters or you know some uh, some movie characters. Some movie characters. And yeah. there's Cut all loose. there's yeah. all kinds of people here. You never know. Uh, who are you going to run into and who's going to stop by and say hello? And I got my, ma- my man, Mr. Ed Vanderly going to be out here uh, checking out, seeing who he could corral and have him come by. Shut up, Steve. <laughs> <laughs> this is all for you, man. We'll get I, know, this all man for you. I know, man. He's always doing his best for us. All right. Well, I tell you what. Let's get started with our first guest. And we want to actually welcome back to the show... Michael Jansen from Comprehensive Energy Solutions. Michael, it's a little different from last week, huh? What do you hey, think? Hey, I mean, wow.
7: <laughs> the, you guys got the best seat in the house. I know. This is amazing. I know. Look
2: at all the people. This is so cool. I mean, th- thanks for having me back. Hey, no problem. I thought, you know, with some of the things that obviously that you do, uh, and being here and talking about future home technologies, you know, there's so much to talk about, especially in your field. We couldn't possibly hope to cover it in <laughs> one hour last week. But we want to talk a little bit more about some of the things that are, are coming down the pike because, you know, Kevin, I mean, you guys, first time that you guys have it, Kevin does... Hey, he, he Kevin, <laughs> Michael, Michael, Kevin. Um, he does a lot of the design work for, you know, remodels and new custom homes. And this is something sure. that is right up your guys alley that I think I'm sure you're going to have some good conversation here because with everything new it's coming down the pike it's it's forever changing and it's so fast it is tell us a little bit about what you see uh coming in the future here wow um
7: gosh there, there's so many things you know obviously solar technology is on the move and uh you know capturing the, the the sun's energy to uh turn into electricity to power all these wonderful new things that are coming down the pipe. Uh, uh, home automation is is certainly something that's uh yeah. certainly on the rise you know we're we're getting more and more attached to our uh our uh, our mobile devices and whatnot and wanting to be able to control things from those and being able to turn on and off lights uh, air conditioning heating systems garage doors uh, you name it you know uh, I think that's kind of one of the next big
2: moves that we're going to see emerging and um, doing well you know one of the things that I noticed and this was going back uh, not not really that too long ago when people uh, a lot of security companies you know were getting into when the smartphone came out that you're able to actually go back and start controlling these things. I mean, how many of us have ever left our house, backed out of the garage, left, and then you get about three miles down the road, all of a sudden you can't remember if you closed the garage door. Yeah, absolutely. And, and now and now you could just you go back. around. You got to turn around. You got to go back, and then when you get back and like. Why didn't I just keep going? Because I did it, but it was such second nature. Nobody cared. I mean, it,
7: they just now the technology's going even further than that. It's 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 anticipating things. Right. You've got things like um, these smart thermostats, for example, the Nest, and there's one by Honeywell that it, it it's kind of creepy in the sense that it, it actually pays attention to you. So it, oh, it, what it, a novel concept. It, <laughs> it, yeah, really, huh? If we can only in, 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 in put that impart that in our kids and our wives. But, <laughs> but it, it pays attention to you, and as you make changes, it keeps track of all that stuff, and it starts to anticipate, well, on this day or this time of the, the year, when it's this temperature outside, they like to have it whatever temperature inside, and it, and it automatically goes there.
2: So you don't even have to think about it as long as you yeah, think exactly. about it. You, take it. you take time to put it together, and then once that, it just basically runs itself. It the thing it, that scares it, it, me is, remember Hal from... Hal. Uh, That's Uh, it. Yeah, that's uh, 2001 uh, Space Office. Yeah.
4: (laughs) Well, it it adjusts to the way you live, which I think is important, too, because people do change. Yeah. And and, and it changes
2: with you. You don't have to go and reset it every time. Right. Uh, Good technology. That's amazing. That's amazing. Well, we've got plenty more to talk about, but we're going to take a short break. And when we come back, we're going to have more with Michael Jansen from Comprehensive Energy Solutions and more live stuff coming from Phoenix Comic Con. Don't go away.
7: Get you some of that.
1: If you've been thinking of replacing or upgrading those kitchen cabinets or appliances in your home even though they're still in good shape, then I have a solution for you. Stardust Building Supplies is a 501c3 organization recycling such things as kitchen cabinets, toilets, doors, windows, tubs and more. Remember, one man's trash is another woman's treasure. They have three convenient valley locations, 51st Avenue and Northern in Phoenix, Alma School and Broadway in Mesa, and 40th Street in Thunderbird in Phoenix. Net profits from Stardust stores support their Angels on Call program, which provides free home repairs to qualified low-income homeowners in the Phoenix metro area. Last year, Angels on Call helped over 100 homeowners with their necessary home repairs. Let's do our part for the green movement. Give Stardust Building Supplies a call today. 480-668-0566 or visit them on the web at stardustbuilding.org. Obtaining a home loan is easy when you have the right company to start with. Right Start Mortgage. If you've been considering purchasing a new home or refinancing your existing mortgage, now is the time. Act now while rates are some of the lowest they've been in the past year for a 30-year fixed rate mortgage. Whatever type of loan you need, FHA, VA, 203K, or second mortgage, Right Start Mortgage has the right loan for you. Don't wait. Call Mike Yamamoto today at 602-490-0205. Chances are, when it's time to call a service professional, you need someone right away. Who can you call for those electrical problems fast? The answer is Mr. Electric Remember, at Mr. Electric, we have the power to make things better.
0: This is season Milan, host of Last year while, the leader of the pack. I rehabilitate dogs and change people. If your home needs to be rehabilitated, you need to listen to Steve Cabell and Image Home Improvement Live every Saturday from 8 a.m. to 9 a.m.
3: please someone help me. It's not to feel this? Why you are making this hard? You me
2: dirty, can't sleep at night. Boy, I tell you, talk about not being able to sleep at night. There is so much going on at Phoenix Comic Con, and we are broadcasting live right here on Star Worldwide Networks, as we do every week. And we are live on location with uh, our good friends, Michael Jansen from hey. Comprehensive Energy Solutions, along with... Uh, one of our great guests and a good friend, Kevin Fulkerson from Cornerstone Design, and uh, Dan, our man, actually, he was, he was supposed to be our Yoda, Mike.
3: He really was. I know. We're missing you, Dan. We're, we're
2: missing you, buddy. Just get well. I'm quick. expecting
3: him to come up on like one of those holograms, like in Star Wars. There you you go. Oh, <laughs> right in the middle of the yeah. counter here. Oh, that would be great. Yeah, we'll have
2: to Photoshop him in. Yeah,
7: <laughs> the water bottle. No, perfect. I, Just I, pretend he's the water bottle. You I,
2: actually, you know what we'll do? We'll actually get him to come into the studio after he gets well <laughs> in his Yoda costume, and he'll be able to do that. He'll he'll uh, he'll surprise you one
3: Saturday morning. Perfect. All right.
2: All right, we want to get back to talking a little bit about our topic today. We're talking about future home technologies. Obviously, there's a lot of future stuff happening here at Phoenix Comic-Con. But, uh, Michael, tell us a little yeah. bit about, all right, every, if, sure, if, if you haven't had your head buried in the sand, um, the utility companies have a thing. It seems that they have a thing out to kill solar when years ago they were one of the biggest proponents of solar. Years ago. Years ago. Days ago. Days ago. <laughs> I mean literally
7: days ago. Literally this is crazy. Yeah. Why do why do all of a sudden the utility companies want to kill solar? It doesn't make any sense. For years they've been they've been helping people pay for it. Well, sorta. Of. They've been the conduit because everybody that, that pays an electric bill pitches in to help with those incentives. So it's not the utility companies. Being benevolent to hand out money to help people go solar, but they've been the conduit for it, and they've had these wonderful programs where they're offering rebates uh, for for years and huge rebates, thousands of dollars. And now all of a sudden, they go, you know what? If you put solar in your house, we're going to penalize you 50 bucks a month. Well, at least SRP did that. Yeah. And um, wow, uh, it the. I think the, what happened was is they, they put out this program. It's great PR. Made them look good. You know, we're helping save the planet and all these wonderful things. And then one day they realized people are actually doing they're using it. it. People are yeah. actually doing it, yeah. It's Wait a minute. They're, actu- they're actually doing this. Well, what, what do we do now?
5: We're going to lose money. Well, yeah.
7: They, they're trying to hang on to what they've got. And I, I get it, but come on. There, there's, there's other ways of doing it. And, you know, this, this is, can be a good cohesive relationship where we're helping each other out. And, you know, we're going to keep pushing forward no matter what. I mean, solar is here to stay. It's just the way it is. And energy efficiency. And they got to play ball.
2: You know, in one of the things that uh, we did some research uh, yesterday, which we'll be sharing more with uh, all our listeners here in the near future. But, you know, one of the things that it, it always seems to happen, especially when industries change, like I'm sure you probably know, experiencing solar so far, what it, changes has gone through, you uh, what is that old cliche about um, something abhors a vacuum and it turns around when there's a ni- a need for something which there is going to be a need for this because you know if we're going to keep continue going green and that movement is here to stay people are not going to take kindly to being taxed because that's basically what it, that's is. what it is you're being taxed for going green and somebody's going to come out there and start talking about hey let's let's change the whole uh, venue of how all these things get done. And let's see, maybe we could go uh, much like school vouchers. We're trying to change how y- you be able to educate your children because they didn't like the way of the standard quo of public schools and even some private schools. Right. They wanted choice. And I think that's what's coming down the road where uh, homeowners are going to find companies that are actually going to be able to give us more choices for our energy consumption, and then we'll see what the utility companies do. Because, obviously, they were behind us, who knows how, how much, 1,000%. Hey, solar's great, let's go. And, and, and I think that was because the government was actually giving us, these, like you said, these huge incentives to help the homeowners get solar. And then, all of a sudden, somebody stopped one day and said, hey, guess what? There's so many people going solar now, we're going to start to lose money. Yeah, yeah, now
7: fortunately, you, know, you mentioned the, government, the government's involvement, and, and uh, we hear about these huge incentives, and there's a lot of speculation, there's a lot of myth and mystery out there about them. It's really not that complicated. They are very much real, They're, the government incentives, and what they are, is they come in the form of, of one from the federal government, a federal tax credit. Now, that's a beautiful thing. Uh, not everybody understands what a tax credit is, and I'm not going to bore you all to death with the details on it, but it's simply a dollar-for-dollar dollar credit against what you owe uncle. Okay, So if at the end of the year you owe Uncle some money or you've been paying him throughout the year, you're either going to get it back or it's going to help wipe out that debt for you. And again, it's a dollar-for-dollar credit. It's huge, Uh, 30% of the total package uh, offering. So uh, the state here in Arizona, at least, um, it's uh, 25% up to $1,000. Hey, another grand right on. New Mexico, it's 10% of the package. So the incentives are massive. I mean, it'll cover a third to... Uh, you know, 40% of the total cost of, of doing these things. And with that much that much help, it just makes it that much easier to make the decision to move in that direction.
4: W- within that context, is it true that prices on solar systems were raised because the government's actually subsidizing the the, the rebates, the credits, that type of thing. Yeah. So that's not coming yeah. out of the solar company's pocket. So didn't, weren't a lot of systems, um, actually the cost went up, because they knew they were getting these rebates and stuff. You know, I'll be honest with you, cases. with
7: it, with, uh, with my experience on this, um, that hasn't been the case at all. You know, people think that the, the the margins are huge. We must be making tons of money. And I imagine maybe there are some companies out there that are doing it, uh, managing to do that. But if the prices weren't where they're at right now for us, we wouldn't exist. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah.
4: I mean, there, there's the room's not there. I think that um, back in when solar power was huge years ago, and they really. We're giving the big rebates and stuff, companies were doing that. They, they were jacking prices up. Yeah, I imagine it, they probably but were, but now there's reason, so
7: yeah. much more competition in the industry this decade versus during the 80s. Um, it's, it's huge. It's a multi billion dollar industry now. Whereas during the 80s and stuff, it just wasn't there, and the technology wasn't there to survive what Mother Nature brought to it, you
4: know? Speaking of uh, te- new technology, what are you seeing with the system now that Tesla's promoting? Uh, $3,000 to run a house for a Oh, for it's, a it's
7: amazing. It's, um, it's a little bit more more than that. It's What they're doing is they're using their lithium-ion technology that they implemented in their cars, in their, their uh, electric hybrid cars. Mm-hmm. And lithium-ion uh, technology batteries have been around for a while. We use them in our cell phones, most of our radio-controlled toys these days and stuff. They're fantastic. They last a long, long time. They don't degrade. They They hold a charge. And so now Tesla got smart and said, hey, let's build this battery pack that we can... Use the sun to charge, you know, to charge up. So for people that have solar electric systems on their house, it can it can charge this battery, and then their house can run off of that battery at night. This thing is no no larger than a large camping backpack. Yeah, I saw
4: it; it's it's really neat. I mean,
7: it's not the size of a small car anymore. You know, like like the lead acid battery technology. There's no maintenance to them. You don't have to check the water levels. You don't have to monitor anything. It's 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 a closed
4: sealed box that mounts on the outside of the wall outside your home. It's amazing. Well, I know one of the big advantages we have in building, is, and I tell people, is when we're building, especially new homes, is foam insulation seals a house up tight. And then if you zone your house with ACs, we can put two two to two and a half ton ACs on. The two ton runoff 20 amp circuits, the two and a half runoff 25 amp circuit. They're not the huge draws, because that was one of the problems with solar is you'd have such a huge draw from an air conditioner a big air conditioner that it, it couldn't handle that load. Right. But now with the smaller loads, it seems like these battery packs may be able to handle the whole house. Well,
7: the the the, batter, the battery packs and or the um, uh, being, they're, they're always going to be grid-tied, so we still need the utility right. company. Right, so, exactly. It, so any energy that, that that battery pack or that the solar electric system might not be able to provide at that immediate moment the power company is still connected and you still have that energy. There's no clicking, there's no flickering lights or anything like that. It's perfectly seamless. Mm-hmm. And um, so it, it it works hand in hand. It's a, it's a cohesive relationship that, you know, we help each other out. So, yeah, it's amazing. It's another thing we, we yeah. came up with for those batteries, you know, they've been promoting them about using them for solar uh, to use the sun's energy to charge it. But what about if for, for the folks that for whatever reason can't get solar, right? What happens is, is if they got one of these battery systems had it tied into their into their power grid, you know, within the home, they can use their low off-peak energy, at, at nighttime, night. charge yep. it at night to run on during the day. That's that's fantastic. You know, so they're still going to have an electric bill, but it's it's going to be their their electric rates of their off-peak usage, which mm-hmm. is way lower than the daytime rates, right?
6: Oh yeah. And
7: definitely. they so they can still save
4: a ton of money. I mean, it's it's a huge step forward. How how big a square footage uh, on the average, will one of those one-pack run? Do you know?
7: You know, I don't know yet. It's still so new. I haven't seen all of the information on it. There's a lot of speculation about it. I don't want to perpetuate any myths that that exist today. But I, I think in the in the next you know three to five years, this is going to be something that's going to be very economically beneficial. Not not just economically feasible, where you know you can make it work, but actually economically economically beneficial, where people will actually be better off for
2: having
4: it than not having it. That's when are they going to be on the market? Do you know? Soon? It looks yeah, like to me like they, they they got it down. <laughs> like coming, it. Soon, <laughs> coming soon.
2: Coming soon to a home near you. All right, Michael, how can our listeners contact you? You can call us. We'd what? love that. Well, call call us. You can see us down at Phoenix Comic Con today. <laughs> come on by, come on come by on the booth and say hi, yeah.
7: you know? Um, you can go to comprehensive.com. Now this is pay attention. This is kind of odd. It's comprehensive with a K. And no e, so K O M P R E A H, comprehensive. Comprehensive. It's just it's just say it's the German way to spell
2: comprehensive.
7: That's all. Comprehensive with a K, no e on the end. And then you can call us at eight five five. What is it? We've got it written down there. We just got a new toll free number for
4: everybody. There we go. There you go.
2: Thanks. There you go. And then also you can also catch Michael on. Double Wide Network, when and what day?
7: Thursdays, live. Live on Thursdays at 2 o'clock, uh, the Solar Express Show. We're going to teach you everything you really, really need to know about how not to get burned by the solar and the energy industry. That's there great. you go. Yeah. All
2: right, Michael, thanks so much for dropping in today. And Thank um, you. We'll, we'll check you out. We'll see if you see any other strange uh, creatures as you walk I'm around. Gonna... Call us in. Absolutely. Okay. <laughs> we'll be right back. And when we return, more on Image Home Improvement Live right here at Phoenix Comic Con.
1: If your garage door is acting up, maybe needing an adjustment or just a new door opener, A Better Look Garage Door Company. It's not just a name. A Better Look Garage Door is a promise. When it's time to give your garage door a better look, make your next call to A Better Look Garage Door Company. 602-743-4028. Don't wait. Call the owner, Tom, right now. 602-743-4028. A Better Look Garage Door Company is a veteran-owned family business serving the Phoenix area. A Better Look Garage Door Company.
2: If you live in Arizona, you know two things to be true. One, that we are living the hottest days of the summer. And two, if you haven't had your home's cooling system checked this year, you run the risk of having it fail at the hottest time of the year. Hi, I'm Steve Dubell telling you that the pros at Quality Systems need to be your choice to keep your house cool for the summer. I know I did. With nearly three decades of experience in the industry, Quality Systems' commitment is to provide every customer with the best possible in service. Don't wait. Call the pros at Quality Systems today for all your HVAC needs. 480-945-2665 or visit them on the web at qualitysystemsac.com.
1: Monsoon season is still with us, and if you have an older roof, it's just a matter of time before the leaks start appearing as water stains on your home ceiling. Do your home a favor and call Keiko Roofing for their free roof inspection. Their qualified professionals will check your roof and show you where your roof may soon fail or is failing. Keiko Roofing is committed to providing quality service, along with the best roofing products. Whether you have a foam, flat, shingle, or tile roof... Give Keiko Roofing Systems a call today, 602-944-4600, or keikoroofing.com. This is Chris Grundy, host of DIY Network's Cool Tools.
0: Now, if you need home improvement help, you need to listen to Image Home Improvement Live with Steve Dubell every Saturday
1: morning, baby. Woo!
3: S-O-S-P, someone help. All right.
2: All right, we are back, and Lord knows, I, you know, Dan would have loved to have been here. You know how we always kid him because he always comes in with those funny ears, depending on what holiday it is.
3: Yeah, I don't even think it matters. He just comes he in funny. He has funny ears anyway. There's <laughs> <Yeah. laughs>
2: so, so much things going on here and so many uh, things that he'd like. I have to make sure we send him some good pictures. But uh, we are back, and you're listening to Image Home Improvement Live right here at Phoenix Comic Con and what a what a great place to actually broadcast from. This place is like buildings, not just a one hall. There are buildings of different things going on here that are related to movie, uh, print, uh, anything you want. I've seen, I've seen some of the people come by. I actually saw picture, a Spider-Man. Christopher Lloyd lookalike go by before. I mean, it's just amazing. I think he was going after his DeLorean. He looked like he was trying to find it. Now, I think that was, you know, while Michael's still here with us, Mike, tell, you know, here's, a, here's an ironic thing. Before we get, it, get started talking a little bit about Kevin's design work, think about what was the whole idea about the DeLorean, the special battery that was able to jump through time, okay? <laughs> and it's amazing how... Some of our science fiction, like a lot of our things that we have, the no the tablets that we use now, where do you think that came from originally? Came from one of my favorite television show, Star Trek. yeah Everything, so, everything comes from Star exactly. Trek. Exactly. I mean it does. You know, Gene Roddenberry, he was such a visionary, I gotta tell you. But you know, think about that battery. You know, that battery could actually have people jump through time and who knows. Think about what's going on with like you had said with the Tesla and the lithium batteries. Who knows where that technology is going to take us? You just don't. You just don't know.
7: You know, it's that's like it's they say. What's that old Timbuk Three song? The future's so bright, I gotta wear shades. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
2: it's amazing.
7: It, it's exciting to think about uh, what's what's coming down the pipe.
2: It really is. All right, that's amazing. That's amazing. Uh, let's talk a little bit with uh, Kevin Folkerson, our my co-host today with. Uh, Cornerstone design, a little bit about some of the things that you're seeing in the way of future home technologies.
4: Well, I think one of the big things, Steve, is maybe not considered a technology, but people are downsizing. The big homes have gone out. Uh, people, 2,000 with 3,000 is the norm now, where we were up to, what, 3,500, 4,000 was a common home, and even up to 5,000 square feet. So people are downsizing, and we're also zoning homes in that we'll put on two small air conditioners, or if it's a little bigger, maybe three smaller air conditioners and zone the home, those air conditioners will work on a 20 or 25 amp circuit. So your solar or your electric draw is minimal when they start up. And you're also using um, high SEER systems that they'll run low speed most of the year and then that time in July and August when you get real extreme temperatures, they may jump up to the high speed during the day. Two-stage air
7: conditioners. Two-stage yeah, air conditioners. Absolutely. I did a home
4: uh, um, about three years ago now. We spray foamed the in, in insulation, ceiling, walls, everything. Put five ACs on it because it had a guest house uh, attached and an air-conditioned garage. We had five ACs. That bill in the middle of July two years ago, 157 bucks. You can't beat that.
2: No, I mean, that's, that's amazing. When you think about think about when you helped me design my home from eight years ago where we were eight years ago to now it's just it's huge it's light years ahead it's amazing your house is practically like a cave now huh (laughs) (laughs)
7: <laughs> <that conversion.
2: laughs> no. It's like a eight K- years ago. You probably have to eight still flip ago. light switches, come don't on. you? Come on, come on. on. No, man. No, we were in, no, we were just at the beginnings, like when we did our... Um, then we're going to talk with our, our, one of our upcoming guests, Chase Goodman, when we did our theater room. Everything was Control 4. Everything was a Control 4 uh, remote that you were able to turn this on, turn that on, and it was just... It, it, was, it was so convenient. Everything was a remote.
4: Well, you know, another thing, Steve, is appliances. New appliances coming out, convection ovens, things like that. Plus, people are not cooking as much as they were. Healthy eating and living has come into play. And so you're not seeing these big you know, two ovens and stuff like that anymore. People are downsizing. And we have more economical appliances, things like that. Uh, water technology. Water technology is huge. And I tell people, if you really study what's in city treated water, yeah, is it going to kill you? Maybe over a long time, but there's chemicals. In there. <laughs> oh, that's you, not nice to look well, you, forward you got, to. You got chlorine, and, and, and there's so, if you talk to water treatment specialists, the city water, they're having to treat it so heavily now because of all the stuff that's in the water. drug People are flushing drugs down the system, chemicals are going in. And if you take the chlorine alone out of your household water that you bathe in, and, and stuff like that. and People actually drink it and cook with it, which I never would. But those heavy metals go into your system, so people are using technologies like that to, be, to become um, healthier. Uh, air conditioning systems are now filters. We're filtering the air. If you spray foam a house, and with the double pane windows, you'll get less dust and everything, and then people run another step further and going into the filter systems, you're keeping those pollutants out of your house. So those those are just technologies that may not seem far-reaching, but but they've, they've come, come into play. You are speaking my language, man. Right? Yeah. It's, just, it's huge. If, if you just do a few simple things, and, and I'll tell people, the advantage of the spray foam, it's going to cost you more than standard insulation, but your utility bill... Will reflect that payback in three to five years or less. The other thing it does, yep. when you spray foam up against the roof deck, your air conditioning ducts now are within the um, conditioned system, so they're not having that that little bit of insulation with maybe some blowing over the top of it, trying to keep the extreme heat out, and, and and so those are things if you just plan ahead, that's where you want to put your money. Save you know in other areas, but put your money into those things that are going to last a lifetime.
2: You know one of the things that actually you know think about. You had mentioned earlier about you know the size of homes have gotten bigger but you know i i would say as of late meaning i would say oh maybe we'll say the last year one of the things that have have actually um, gained a lot of notoriety are the tiny homes i was and listening to tiny, a show this the morning. Tiny my homes, daughter I mean, my daughter was just my wife about loves these those tiny homes
4: in, t- in tucson i heard this morning in tucson the definition of a home is 120 square feet minimum. You can have a home 120 square feet. It has to have a, a bathroom and cooking facilities, but it can be 120 square feet.
2: Th- it, now wow. that, now that's yeah. a downsize. Well,
4: that's a, a big downsize. There was a, they were also talking about a, a couple or a family in Oregon, 5 acre parcel but they're living in 200 square feet and they have kids. I mean, but can you imagine? There's a there's,
2: they, a, te, there's they, a show on TV now I dedicated yeah. to it. That's, yeah, they say, and some when they, when people go out with the realtor and they actually go out and look for these things, it's amazing. You know, it, most of the time you have somewhere in the in a small area you've got a a bunk for the kids that's to go it. up on top. That's your sleeping area, or even for you. I mean, it's just amazing how you know tight things can be. But what, what People will put, you know, put up with or tolerate because I think if you've lived in a bigger home and you try and downsize like that, there's going to be a big adjustment period.
4: Oh, it's going to be huge. Can you imagine getting? Because you're basically getting rid of all your stuff. But then, if you think about it, when you go camping, you basically live in a tent, and you slim down. You take the necessities. So if you're gonna do that become frugal and do that you can definitely make it work. I'm not sure I'd want to try well, that. You
7: know, it's funny. <laughs> I'm, I'm I'm half Japanese. I got a lot of family in Japan. And you should see the living in Japan, especially with newer construction. It's it's unbelievably efficient, coordinated, mm-hmm. but small. Small. That they're now opening buildings and stuff. And it, it sounds kind of it would be considered sleazy here, but they've got hotels for for couples to escape to where they can go be together, right? Well, the um, micro hotels nice. that come out of yeah, Japan, but, the yeah, micro
4: hotels that came out, where you basically have a, a you you squeeze and you got a bunk, a and, tube, and a sink, and that's it. But, <laughs> that's but it. they were they were economical, and in cities like that, in cities where it's very expensive to stay, they worked. Yeah. And for but, the common worker who has to go into town and work all week and then he's going home, that worked. Some of some of these places they're they're unbelievably cool looking, but they they have them because
7: the the homes are so small now that parents can't be comfortable with their children being so close
2: by. They have to go elsewhere. I mean that's how small things are getting. It's crazy. But you think about it though, because the country is a small country, they have to utilize their space very efficiently, because the kids just can't come like like in Arizona. You just can't come out and spread out and on like you know. 100 acres of land and, and do a ranch there's not that much land over there you can't spread out That's right so you've got to you've got to be more energy efficient and it's I would think and uh, you would be able to tell us more wouldn't you say that a large majority of Japan is city living oh absolutely oh, yeah. Minute, yeah, yeah 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 so I mean it's it's pretty it's pretty amazing but, but thinking about all these new technology items that you can get involved with and uh, in the design of it it's so important to stay up on it because yeah, you got, you've got people coming to you all day with asking you all these kind of things. And if they see something new, you've got to be ready.
4: Well, and, and people want to do more modern type things, which is fine. Sometimes modern actually costs more because of the finishes and stuff that you're using. But you've also got the concept, too, of, of you're mixing in new modern homes in older areas. I know City Pinks has a lot of historic areas. I'm uh, doing a big addition for a guy in, um, in downtown Phoenix area. The homes are older ranch homes, but we're gonna mix his, his ranch style home with a, um, a parapet style addition, cause it makes it work and fits. And in that neighborhood, there's been a couple, um, three, about three new homes with it, or not new homes, but additions done. And the roofs look terrible. They're big slanted roofs. They, they, they tried to go real modern and it doesn't fit, but his home is actually gonna look very good. And so you can mix those also. You can mix the new and the old together. All right,
2: we're going to take a break, and when we come back, we're going to talk more uh, future home design technology with Kevin Fulkerson from Cornerstone Design, and we've also still have Michael Jansen here from Comprehensive Solutions, <laughs> and we're going to be talking more. And we want to hear more about want to hear more about that. What's going on outside the country? Because again, it's not just the United States that this future home technology is overtaking. It's Japan. It's it's uh, Western Europe. It's everywhere. Don't go away. We'll be right back. When you buy a car, you want to see that car's history, whether it's new or used. Why should buying a home be any different? DEC Inspections can provide you with the inspection you need to have peace of mind when purchasing your next home. Call today, 602-308-8722. That's 602-308-8722.
1: Chances are, when it's time to call a service professional, you need someone right away. You can find them on the web at phoenixmetro.misterelectric.com. Remember, at Mister Electric, we have the power to make things better.
3: SOS, someone help me. It's lonely. We build this life for you are ray this hard. You give it up and turn and can't sleep
2: the All right, yes, we are back and we are we are here right in the heart of the in front of the exhibit hall at phoenix comic-con broadcasting live and uh we're talking about future home technologies today with our cast of uh, experts here and uh mike how you doing over there buddy
3: I am just mesmerized, <laughs> I think. I know. I can't stop people. looking out into the crowd here with all these cool costumes. You so. can't put
2: that on
4: automatic and go for a tour, huh? Yeah. yeah.
3: <laughs> That's
2: amazing. You know, it's it, from Batman to Superman to, I haven't seen any Doctor Whos lately. I, I mean, even just
3: Anchorman, you know? Right. Just like, <laughs> yeah, yeah, Anchorman. Yeah, right. Doesn't even have to be a hero. Yeah.
2: I got to tell you, well, you know, we
3: had Kevin came as Architect Man.
1: That came Architect, man. Oh, <laughs> that grumpy, makes sense. grumpy old guy, get off my the lawn. The grumpy old guy, get off my lawn.
2: That is too funny. All right, so we're talking with uh, Kevin a little bit about some of the things that are going into new homes in the way of your design. And, again, it's all about, it's all about technology. Tell us a little bit about Now, here's a, here's a perfect thing. You know, years ago, talking about how his design e- evolved from when you had started doing it to yeah. where it is now because obviously the computer revolution, revolutionized oh, yeah, it's, yeah, it's technology how, how has it improved and where do you see it going
4: well when i and when i first started everything was done by hand you had some people had drafting machines but as that switched over um you find very very few people who have resisted the technology so everything's done on computer cad's the biggest program out there there's a couple offshoots that uh do a good job, and they typically draw in 3D. AutoCAD will do 3D if you buy the module, but not, everybody loves 3D when you see it, but nobody wants to pay the extra expense to get it. You can do uh. fly-throughs now. So I could design a house for you and, and create a fly-through so it would go through and you would actually feel like you're in each room. I can also, say you have a piece of artwork and you want to see what it looks like on the wall, we could shoot a picture, crop it in on the room, your new room that's not even built yet, And put it on the wall and you can see what it'll actually look like. You can have a fireplace with fire burning. You can have your kid's favorite movie can be playing on on the big screen TV as you do the fly through. So that technology is out there. It's not used as much except you see it on the TV shows and and then the stuff on um, uh, the rehab shows on TV and stuff. And, And those people are paying a lot for someone to create that for them. It's not done as much in the market. But, but the big things are coming in is wide open spaces. It used to be the ranch homes, and you've done several remodels. We've done some together on where people are pulling at that wall that goes down the center of the house because it blocks off the living room and the kitchen and everything, and they want to open them wide up. And you have to be careful. As you know, we have guys pulling out those walls and not putting any ceiling support, and you eventually over time you get some problems. But oh, yeah. wide open is key. When you walk in the front, people want to see clear actually into their backyard. And so, so that's some of the technology, or that I guess the changes that have come in in design is people want wide open spaces. Well, they call it uh,
7: open concept now. Yeah, I hear that all on TV yeah. all the
2: time. Open concept. Well, yeah, I mean, it, it, goes back, it goes back a long way. We actually went and looked at a home yesterday uh, that the homeowner is considering buying the home, and he wants to blow out the back patio actually because he wants another 520 square feet on his house. hmm and he's, got an, he's on an acre of land, he's got this wash running through the back of his house, but it's uh, pretty interesting.
4: Well, and, and what used to be people would do is they'd have that back patio, and, and they would close that thing in and just create another room, but what that would do then is cut off the kitchen or living room from having natural light and ventilation. It used to be that was acceptable. Now the building code prevents you from doing that. You can't just close off a room, you have to have natural light ventilation, which is not a skylight, uh, it, it's actual windows and doors that do open. So the way it reads, if you want to close in that back patio, you've got to take 50% of the wall common to those two rooms out so it keeps the openness, and you've got to be able to provide the natural light and ventilation for that. So it, there are some uh, constraints on that, but most of the time we can do that really easily and make it look nice so it doesn't look like it was an addition put on there. It's,
2: it's, 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 and that's
4: huge, yeah, for I resale mean, especially.
2: Well, I think that, I think the 3D look is pretty awesome especially for people that um have a hard time you know when you give them a plan and you know you go through each each part well the door is here you got so many feet in front of this but if you see it even in a 3d conceptual drawing then it'll help them you know visualize it as if they went in the room you know are the switches in the right place lights in the right place you know all that's so very important and but again it 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 it's it's where technology is going. It's mm-hmm. it's far beyond the point of where you know. You, I very seldom see uh, drawings anymore that were hand done.
4: Yeah, you, they're just not. there And another reason is the guys that still do them they're hard to change. You can't you can't erase paper. So I will get people bring in some. Well, we got to, we bought these plans off the internet, and I'm going okay. Now what do you want to do? Uh oh. Because you can't change them. You you can't. I mean, literally, you can't change paper. And I I tell them, the city's not going to accept this. Well, can't we just write something up? They don't do that. And and another caution on plans on the internet is, most of them were done many, many years ago. They're done for other areas of the country. And so the details don't work. uh, The room flows and sizes don't work. So I just tell people, grab an 8.5 by 11, and we'll change it because you don't want to change it anyway. You want your own design. You don't want somebody else's design.
2: Yeah, I hear you. If you're
4: going to go the expense of doing either a semi-custom or a custom home. Otherwise, go buy a track home.
2: Yeah, it's amazing. You know, one of the things that we want to touch base on before uh, uh, the top of the hour, we want to talk a little bit about the, you know, thinking about prefab homes versus, you know, your, your standard track type home. And, you know, people used to have a really, really bad opinion of prefabricated homes, because, you know, they just thought, oh, they're boxes, they slap them together, mm-hmm. and they're done. But, you know, even though prefab homes have come a long way since, you know, way back in the day, back even in the 70s and 80s.
4: Well, and, and the thing that I caution people is, it's not that there aren't nice homes. I have a friend that he just put two of them up on uh, an area outside of Prescott called Paulden. But the caution is, you can't building the building um, codes and, and the city building officials and even county they won't let you do room additions on those unless it's totally freestanding it can't structurally attach to the to the modular home You can't cut a new opening while well, you have to go through an existing door or window opening and, and so a lot of times there's constraints on adding to it and you're also the concept is you it's it's a modular home it, but you can't you can't call it a regular home because it's a modular and that always seems to affect people, you won't get the value out of it. It, it
7: affects financing, I know, and, and refinancing, if you, wanna, if you wanna, like, let's say you're financing a big energy efficiency project uh, with, with solar, uh, you know, you can get the initial financing, but then to refinance it and roll it into the, the home, um, a lot of finance companies won't touch it's it.
4: It's tough because to, they go down in value. You also have to get any kind of finance, you have to permanently set it on a foundation uh, and, and there are modulars, or actually, I'll call it prefab homes built in a, in factories. Uh, there's some in California, I know, and some back east, where they actually come out and they and they they pre-build either modules or the walls. Now, I've done pre-built walls for homes. Nothing wrong with those. You actually get a nice wall. You get two by six, but you get all the studs are uh, any twisting like that is taken care of in the shop. And so that that is something you can do. But a, but a modular home, that you're going to go buy from a dealer. Typically, won't retain value like you think it will. It may go up a little bit, depending on your location, but most of the time, people are doing those because they're out away from an area, and it's more expensive to build to get builders out there to build.
2: Yeah, and when you think about it, you know, modular homes—they could be—you know—we've seen some um, homes that actually were combinations of some of it was just traditionally built, other pieces were sections of panel and things that actually were put mm-hmm. into the home and. Um, Actually, some of these new things, uh, cement boards.
4: Well, and that, that cement that, board side but, is yeah. huge on everything now. And another thing to remember too is, on a modular home, you're not you're not saving a ton of money. Time you get it set and everything, because you still you buy that modular, but you still have to pay for a foundation, and and, and underground plumbing and that mm-hmm. kind of thing. So you're not saving in those areas. Uh, the friend of mine that just bought two of them, he paid about sixty-five bucks a square foot. Plus the foundation and stuff. So it's not as huge a savings as you would
2: think. Yeah, so you, you definitely have to be careful. Yeah. Well, i tell you. i tell you. It's amazing. <laughs> some of the, some, you know, I think we could build a couple of homes for some of these characters over here. Then we know what we're <laughs> going to do. With no windows. And then we're going to have Chase come in and put some nice uh, electronics in there to keep them happy. So this way they don't have to go outside. <laughs> that's <laughs> amazing it's amazing but um you know so anyway so in the future we think about this you know we we're we're going to take we're going to take and uh either do a tiny house a prefab house and then we're gonna, also going to take michael's solar and put it in that house and i guess in, in those other those tiny homes we don't need we don't need much of a panel do we michael
7: You know, they're they're designing them to be ultra energy efficient from the the foundation up. And so, yeah, I mean, you know, it, it doesn't take nearly as much. And that's the whole concept behind what we do is reduce the amount of energy that's needed in the first place through energy efficiency. Right. And then that way, the size of the solar electric system that somebody might need to invest in is considerably smaller and less expensive. I mean, that's the right way to do it. Instead of these, these panel slappers that, that come out here like SolarCity and you know, some of these other monster companies that all they sell is solar only, not a good way to go. you got to find ways to make right. it more efficient first so you just don't need as much. And that, that's what Comprehensive Solutions does.
4: Wait, and what, one of the things, too, is you plan ahead. I tell people now, if you're not going to put on solar, that's fine. But let's plan the conduit right. that chases in to, so that later on, if you do it, you're, you're not having to disturb as much as your home and the new technology is uh, a lot of the panels aren't they wireless now so you don't have to wire into your control panels and stuff aren't they wireless well the the
7: the, the 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 metering and the monitoring is but yeah we're still we're still typically hardwired in as far as the, the panels into the uh controller that's into the uh, um oh why can not i think of the name of it's dc to ac the inverter, <laughs> yeah, the, yeah, the inverter. I, I was thinking inverter.
4: Maybe the, the touch screen panel. I saw. I saw some one time. I don't remember what show it was on, but that the, the touch screen yeah. controller for the that monitor. goes on the wall. That was was wireless. Wireless. Yeah. But yeah, your your hard. But but if you plan ahead for that, the LED lighting, all that type of thing. The LED lighting, it's amazing the savings you get energy-wise, and it doesn't heat up as you much. You can run it's, it's huge. six
7: to nine of those LED bulbs to the energy consumption of 165.
2: It's What I liked about it when it came out, you're actually able to go in and put them in areas that, and light up areas that you wouldn't ordinarily have done anything, and they just look so cool the way they light up things that's why i think you know when all of a sudden when you saw them first come out on their on the um, the custom car people put them underneath the chassis so you could light the up under underglow yeah. 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 yeah, underglow. <laughs> from that you could do that on your cabinets i mean you could just get uh, the the lighting effects options that you've got are um amazing they're huge yeah they're huge they're huge kevin before we wrap up for this segment tell our listeners how we could uh locate you
4: Look at me. You can just come right down. To locate you. No, locate me. Locate you. Can locate you. Me. Um, you can get a hold of me at 602-695-5324, or they can always go to the Image Home Improvement Show and it, get a hold of you.
2: That's right. You can always get a hold of me, and we're always got, if you're happy having a home remodeled or designed, or even if you want to get some information about future home technologies exactly. and some of the things that you would like to put into your design, make sure you give Kevin a call. And um, if he could design it, I can build it so make sure you do that and uh, guys thanks so much for being here today and we're going to take a a break on the other side I understand we've got a celebrity guest coming over to visit us here thanks to our good friend Ed Vanderley kudos out to Ed we'll be right back don't go away you're listening to Image Home Improvement Live at Phoenix Comic Con
1: If you've been thinking of replacing or upgrading those kitchen cabinets or appliances in your home even though they're still in good shape, then I have a solution for you. Stardust Building Supplies is a 501c3 organization recycling such things as kitchen cabinets, toilets, doors, windows, tubs and more. Remember, one man's trash is another woman's treasure. They have three convenient valley locations. 51st Avenue and Northern in Phoenix, Alma School and Broadway in Mesa, and 40th Street and Thunderbird in Phoenix. Net profits from Stardust stores support their Angels on Call program, which provides free home repairs to qualified low-income homeowners in the Phoenix metro area. Last year, Angels on Call helped over 100 homeowners with their necessary home repairs. Let's do our part for the green movement. Give Stardust Building Supplies a call today. 480-668-0566 or visit them on the web at stardustbuilding.org.
2: When you buy a car, you want to see that car's history, whether it's new or used. Why should buying a home be any different? DEC Inspections can provide you with the inspection you need to have peace of mind when purchasing your next home. Call today, 602-308-8722. That's
1: 602-308-8722. Chances are, when it's time to call a service professional, you need someone right away. Who can you call for those electrical problems fast? Remember, at Mr. Electric, we have the power to make things better.
0: The following takes place between 9 a.m.
1: and 10 a.m. You're listening to Image Home Improvement Live, brought to you in part by Direct Buy. We got the, uh, And now, here's Steve.
2: All right. Oh, Mike, I better watch out, man. I better behave myself. There's one of the stormtroopers. Watch out. They're patrolling, man. Yeah, I, I got to tell you. I got to tell you. Welcome back. You're listening to Image Home Improvement Live right here at Phoenix Comic-Con, and there's just like a, oh, my God, there's there are thousands, and I'm talking about thousands of people here talking, looking for, enjoying their their favorite characters. And, uh, and Mike, in case you didn't remember, Mike was uh, our Clark Kent man behind the scenes?
3: That's right. Yes.
0: More like Clark Bent.
2: Oh, there you go. All right. And in case I you won't, wanted...
3: I won't even argue with you, Jake. <laughs> okay. All right. And we, we,
2: before we get back to our topic of the day of future home technologies, we want to talk a little bit about our, our special guest... Jake the Snake Roberts is here with us. Jake, thank you so much for oh, being on our show it, today.
0: Guys. I really do appreciate it. And then I get over here and find out it's about something that I dig doing. Man, I, I love working with wood and uh, improving the home. And whether it's outside or inside, there's no greater joy than when you do it yourself. Oh, absolutely. You get a lot of good satisfaction yes, and out of you it. you love it. And you take care of it. Right.
2: Exactly. Because there's a lot of people out there Ooh. that do work and they... Or they, they, they don't do it well. And, like, we have a we have a favorite saying that we've had on the show for 10 years. Now, this doesn't apply to you, obviously, because you know what you do, you do well. But a homeowner with tools could be a very dangerous oh, thing.
0: Oh, my God, they can make a horrible mess, man. But well, my stepdad taught me something a long, long time ago, man. He said, if you can't do it right, don't do it. <laughs> exactly. Don't do it if you can't do it right. And it is it has me up, woke me up in the middle of the night after I've been working on a project. and Maybe I cut a corner, and the guilt would rush over me, and I'd get up the next day and tear it back down and start over again. Because you got to do it right, man.
2: Yeah, you got to be doing. So now you 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 had said you you like to do work on furniture. Well,
0: I build furniture. I build crossbows. I build shiny cabinets, gun cabinets, roll top desks. Now, when did you start working on that?
2: In high school. Really? Yeah. So all during your wrestling career, you were actually doing that?
0: I was waiting to do it again, you know. Wow. Uh, You come out of school, you go on the road, man, and you put the tools in the back because you're foolish and you're young, you know, and you got your eyes on other things. But uh, now that uh, I'm semi-retired, I got time to do it, man. I love to go out and get a piece of old furniture that's beat up and refinishing, put it back together, man. It's so sweet, and the colors of the wood, man, is what blows me away. I love working with Walnut.
2: Really? Um, yeah. Oh,
0: yeah. Man, that's my favorite. You I like walleye? Now, beautiful. what part of the country do you live in now? Uh, Texas is where I'm from, but I'm living in Georgia right now. Really?
2: Yeah. 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 Well, I I remember um, several years ago we went. I love Atlanta. I thought yeah, Atlanta's, Atlanta's really warm. nice. Yeah. And the country back there, being I grew up in New York, it yeah. is like yeah. the East Coast is really special to me. But we love it out here in Arizona. I mean, well, it's really yeah. really special out here.
0: It's very warm out. Here. Yes, it is
2: very warm. <laughs> well, you know, like we always say, it's a dry heat.
0: Yeah, right.
2: <laughs> but right. you want to know something? That's thinking about. The, the humidity differences between Georgia and oh, yeah. Arizona are definitely affecting the wood that yeah, you actually oh, work on.
0: man. I swell on you, Oh my God. Yeah, absolutely.
2: You know, especially like a lot of homes that we do out here, you know, winter times, you know, we actually had, this is, you'll appreciate this, we had a homeowner had called me, and they had a front door that they wanted me to take the front door out because it had it, it was so old and it had swelled. Yeah, swell, in the yeah. wintertime, Hell, yeah. I literally could not get yeah, the door, door open. Yeah, or
0: open. Yeah, I
2: ordered the new door. It was about a month and a half later. It came in. I went to install it with my guys. We went out there. Now, this is just uh, recently, about 30 days ago. We went out, and the homeowner, I, I, she actually unlocked the door, and it opened like there was nothing wrong right. with it. I'm like... What happened here? Magic. You know, it was magic all of a sudden happened, but that's what happened. As it started getting warmer, the door dried out that's and so there we are. Yeah, it happens. So that's anyway, so I remember it went and I'm gonna i date myself but we're believe me, we're not that old here, trust no. me, because everybody no. turns around and says birthday today. Happy birthday. Happy birthday. Mike, make sure you dig out the happy birthday. That's right. (laughs) Or don't. (laughs) Or don't, okay. But, you know, uh, we we used to have a favorite saying when I grew up. My brother used to tell me stuff every time we'd have a birthday. And 25 was the best year for this saying. 25, no jive, and glad to be alive. That's true. That's true, <laughs> but, man. Uh,
0: you know, youth, ignorance, and alcohol. To right <laughs> hand in hand, and thank God I put the alcohol down.
2: There so. you go. But you know, we, when I was growing up, when I was living back in New York, and I p- lived in Chicago for about six years and oh, stuff yeah, like that, man. I remember seeing you on, Rose you know. Mount Horizon. Oh, man. my God, sure, yes, the Rosemont Horizon. Yeah. Used to go there, you know, watching WrestleMania yeah, and all man. that it's other sweet, stuff, man.
0: Sweet. Chicago is a great city. New York is also awesome. man. The fans make it all happen. I mean, fans make this thing happen here, man. Absolutely. If these people weren't dressed up and having a good time, we wouldn't be here. Absolutely. Absolutely. And it's so much fun. You know, and
2: it's like what we love doing, we love, and I'm sure you do too, with all the things that you've done in the media and, and, you know, throughout your career, you enjoy making people smile. Absolutely. And that's what makes, that's one of the reasons we we help, we want to help people not do those bad mistakes when they try to work on their home.
0: You know, for me... Anytime, I mean, I just started doing stand-up comedy, you know, and basically it's just me telling war stories and locker room stories, except I got my clothes on. That's a good thing. But to to, to stand there in front of, I don't care if it's 50 people or 1,000 people, it doesn't matter, as long as there's two or three people out there, and you look down and you see that light flicker in their eyes, man, and you can get that same light when you're working on your home, man, and making it right. It's such a a great fulfillment, man, it's... I love, I love flowers, too, man, working uh, in the lawn, you know, and getting everything set right and watching it all bloom and watching it all happen. It's a sense of accomplishment that makes you feel so much better about yourself. Yeah. I encourage people to try, 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 but don't go into it blind.
2: Absolutely. You know, yeah, you because can't do you will hate do some, yourself.
0: Do <laughs> some research yeah.
2: and make sure that you be honest with yourself. Yeah. Can I do it? Right. And if I can... Uh, you know, be careful when you do it because if you're unfamiliar with the tools or the material, you can really hurt yourself. You need to read the
0: instructions.
2: Yeah.
0: And, and we th- as men sometimes don't like to do
2: that. No, tricks. you're absolutely right. You know, well, instructions, like well, that's like directions. I got it. I di- got it. Directions? Yeah. I got that. Uh, you know, like I that know, commercial? Hey, I got that. I know that. what I'm doing. <laughs> I don't think so. Oh, my God. Check yeah. this guy out over here. Look at this guy. What, what in the world is that? He is a... a, uh, a
0: yeah. yeah, that's what he is. A Chiba Hut? Yeah, a toasted sub. Oh, okay. I see. I, I didn't even notice him because of her. Oh, <laughs> there you go. I love that color.
2: All right, guys.
0: <laughs> Flesh.
2: Oh, that's amazing. All right. Let's take a short break.
0: Thanks, guys. Jake, I got to get so out of here, man. Thanks for being on
2: the show, man. We I appreciate really appreciate it very it.
0: much. You guys help some people out, man. Let's live guy, good, man.
2: All right. Peace. Take care. All right. We'll be right back. And when we come back, we've got Chase Goodman and Sean Lapointe going to be joining us talking more future home technologies don't go away.
1: If your garage door is acting up, maybe needing an adjustment or just a new door opener, A Better Look Garage Door Company, it's not just a name. A Better Look Garage Door is a promise. When it's time to give your garage door a better look, make your next call to A Better Look Garage Door Company, 602-743-4028. Don't wait. Call the owner, Tom, right now, 602-743-4028. A Better Look Garage Door Company is a veteran-owned family business serving the Phoenix area. A Better Look Garage Door Company.
2: If you live in Arizona, you know two things to be true. One, that we are living the hottest days of the summer. And two, if you haven't had your home's cooling system checked this year, you run the risk of having it fail at the hottest time of the year. Hi, I'm Steve Dubell telling you that the pros at Quality Systems need to be your choice to keep your house cool for the summer. I know I did. With nearly three decades of experience in the industry, Quality Systems' commitment is to provide every customer with the best possible in service. Don't wait. Call the pros at Quality Systems today for all your HVAC needs. 480-945-2665 or visit them on the web at qualitysystemsac.com.
0: This is Amber Sullins, Chief Meteorologist for
2: ABC 15 News. Nightly, I update you with the most up-to-date and accurate forecasting of our valley's weather. The most accurate and cutting-edge information for your home can be found here every Saturday morning with Steve Dubell and Image Home Improvement live on the Double Wide Network. Yes, and you can find us here right at Phoenix Comic Con this Saturday. It is just an amazing I mean you want to talk about people coming by doing people watching Mike what do you think I mean we could sit here we could sit here all day even after the show's over oh yeah just, maybe we could do maybe we could start a new show on Star Wars White Networks we could actually do you know we'll do like the uh, fashion police at uh, Phoenix <laughs> Comic Con what do you think
3: <laughs> I just wouldn't want to judge Jake, you know? No, no, no. Mm-hmm. Jake's
2: been, Jake looks like Jake's been, uh, you know, it's a great, though. You're amazing
3: when you talk to some of the celebrities. You find out so much about their yeah. personal lives. You know, and, like, you know, you, I would never guess that he did gardening or woodworking. Oh, yeah, you know? or, yeah,
2: I mean, or that's something that's near and dear. to him. obviously with his, his uh, very intense career in wrestling, he, had to, he needed some way to get away. And, yeah. and do something like that. A lot of people do woodworking that way. Yeah. And now on the other hand, you've got people out there actually who love to turn around and work on electronics. Because electronics are some way, and you know, there are more people that are dealing with and learning more about electronics. And, you know, probably know enough about electronics through that's one of the great things. I love being being not just a general contractor but a talk show host. We're able to meet such great people like our next guest, who knows everything about electronics and future home technologies. I mean, everything, right? Chase Goodman from Creative Customs Solutions. Chase, Chase, good morning. How are you?
6: Good, man. Thanks for having me out. Hey,
2: thanks for coming on today. Is this this not crazy or what?
6: I always think Old Town Scottsdale is the best people watching, but not this weekend.
2: This is uh, is good stuff. This is unbelievable. (laughs) Unbelievable. Well, listen. Let's talk a little bit about, obviously, you're you're at one of the forefronts of technology that keeps constantly evolving. Tell us a little bit about your company.
6: Um, well, we do control systems, lighting systems, um, any sort of automation, um, mainly residential. We have some, uh, some bars and stuff like that that we do, some office buildings, but most of our stuff is... Uh, residential um, integration and stuff like that. But what we do is um, you know, we do zoned audio obviously home theater, um, different things like that. But everything is starting to become controlled through your phone, through your pad. You know, I heard you guys talking earlier about, you know, refrigerators and stuff that have Wi-Fi that are on the network and things like that. So, um, we try to simplify it for people so they can still enjoy technology but not have to uh, you know, jump through hurdles to get
2: get to use it. Okay, so now, do you think and this is, I know this is purely an opinion. Do you think that everybody eventually will have to have a smartphone to operate and, and actually function and, uh, and take
6: care of their home? Um, no, because there's still, you know, remotes. And you were talking about Control 4 earlier. Um, I think there's no replacement for a handheld remote. I mean, cruising through channels, you don't have to look at the buttons. Um, but with the, nice, with the iPad and the iPhone and Android and everything like that, where it's nice, it puts everything into one app. You know so if you want to control music outside and you don't want to go outside to the volume control which is an old school way of doing it um you can just pull up your pad turn on you know pandora or whatever outside adjust the volume right from there and get that feedback so that's where a pad and stuff comes in handy but i always try to get people in in the door with at least a handheld remote for their normal tv watching so but with everything you know i think yeah you're gonna need a universal remote um just to run, you know, simple DirecTV, Blu-ray, and Apple TV, or whatever media player you have, just because, you know, you have four different items that need to be turned on to different inputs, and um, sure. I find it's strange. In my business, the hardest thing I get to people get people to understand is inputs and outputs on devices, and understanding that it's like a total foreign language to somebody. And if I can develop a way to simplify that I think I'll be a lot richer than uh, installing electronics. <laughs> <laughs> so,
2: <laughs> well yeah, it's it's a, it's it's a whole learning curve really. When you think about it, when, like we were talking earlier with Kevin when he was talking about how design technology has evolved from, you know, doing it by hand to actually doing it via computer and some of these newer programs are just unbelievable. You know, you know, I have customers that we go out and see, you know, and and it, sometimes you'll occasionally not not always but occasionally i'll still run across somebody who e- hasn't even gotten to do email yet
6: right i mean <laughs> yeah, you know and yeah, if they, they haven't
2: gotten the email yet <laughs> we definitely have a serious problem
6: right uh you know and the, another thing too is um uh, sorry i lost my train of thought um <laughs> all these people They're here are just my mind is here. blown away um uh you know, getting everything like we were talking about one remote. You know, TVs now are starting to control everything through, through HDMI. Um, you know, I was just setting up a new smart TV the other day, and the TV, the remote that came with the TV is I can also run the you know, Direct TV box and things like that. Um, That'll help you, but it also can be confusing too. Oh, what I was gonna say too, like you were talking about people don't have email. I think I find what a lot of times in my business is people just throw up their hands and they're like, I don't even want to learn right. this right now. Yeah. And it's not a computer. And that's the biggest thing is I always tell people, it's not a computer, play with it. You can't break it. You're not gonna push the magic button and all of a sudden everything's gonna crash. So I think that's the biggest thing too, is just getting people to get past that. Okay, this is new. I don't even have time to learn new stuff, you know? And um, you know, with everything, the way it's going, um, Everything's connected to the network, so uh, that's another thing. Make sure your network's uh, managed right, or else uh, it'll be somebody else would be counting your money. Be hacked in there, That's right. <laughs> that's right.
4: <laughs> <laughs> well, now our, some TVs are actually watching us too. Yeah,
6: they're, and that's they're, that's they're, a little creepy for me. Um, yeah, you <laughs> got
4: learn how to turn that part off. Yeah, yeah, that's
6: a lot of the stuff with the new smart TVs. It's a lot of it's going through, and you know, voice recognition and. I don't need my TV to recognize my voice. I just want it to work. You know? <laughs>
4: <Right>. <laughs> some of what they're doing too is they're they're seeing which programs you watch and stuff yeah. so they can because I get these suggestions every now. Suggest you watch this just because I watched some other deal. And yeah. So
6: on. That's uh, um, yeah, it's kinda like when you uh, on Facebook you all of a sudden there's something that you want on the side of that banner. Well that's yeah. not by coincidence. Yeah, that's, yeah. By, uh, that's by that's by design. design.
2: Oh that's amazing.
3: See, amazing. we're just people watching. Yeah, at, at the time just, we're just sitting I here. Mean, I,
6: and the later it gets yeah. in the day, the more and more. I think. I think. Yeah. I think, they're, I think <laughs> they're coming out. I think they're coming out. All right, daywalkers.
2: So. <laughs> All right, but but think about this now. Obviously, the type of work that you do isn't somebody that somebody could do as a a DIYer. Obviously, because there's a lot of there's a lot of knowledge and experience put into actually designing all the systems that you do work with for audio, video, and, and even automation. So yeah. I can't
4: go learn this in a week, Steve? No, man. No. <laughs> a lot man. Of the, Not uh, unless you
2: want to work with Chase for a week.
6: Yeah, I'd, I'd do that. But then he'd have to pay me. Yeah.
4: Yeah. Oh, oh, oh,
2: there's, there, there's money know. involved <laughs> in <laughs> it. Oh, I see. Okay. Addicts are
6: hot this time of year. I know you want to yeah. be up there. But may,
2: well, hey, you know <laughs> Chase, maybe you can, you got some projects coming up. Maybe he needs to go in the attic. Yeah. Well, you know, oh, that, and
4: then an you bring up lost. something about attics. How much of this is wireless? Now I did see a deal on the internet the other day of um, how the new technology stuff is not DIY friendly. Most of it no, is uh, not.
6: All the I always say all the good stuff's not DIY friendly because it's more difficult to set up. Well, and how much uh, of it is wireless now? Is, uh, it, is a
4: lot of it going wireless? Yeah, there's a
6: lot of wireless speakers and stuff like that, but um, I always say if you can run a hard line to it, that's the best way. The best, right, uh, yeah. For one, it saves me a service call. Um, and two, it's just going to give you the, better, the best results, you know, because Wi-Fi networks aren't always the best, um, especially if you're using, you know, a $30 router from Best Buy. Um, you're not going to, if you have, you know, 20 devices on there and you start to not even think about, you know, this speaker, that phone, this iPad touch or iPod touch, you know, all the different things that you don't even realize how much traffic's on your network. So I always say to try to get a hard line if you can. Um, but there are still a lot of nice... Um, you know, sound, you know, Sonos is a great wireless system, um, things like that, but that's not going to replace the typical, you know, 5.1, which now we're getting into Dolby right. Atmos, which is even more even more crazy. Um, that's not going to replace that. Because with the wireless, let's say a wireless speaker, you still have to get power to it somewhere. So it's not, in theory, it's yeah, not wireless. Yeah. The signal's wireless, but the power is not wireless. So you your change wireless out batteries all the time. cord still isn't there yet. But
4: uh. <laughs> yeah, I, I, a few years ago, somebody, I heard something about uh, somebody, that we're going to eliminate wiring in a house. And that, that's, <laughs> that'll be interesting. Yeah, we'll see how that one works. Yeah, no thanks.
6: You I would want to be an integrator on that the world, yeah. <laughs> yeah, no thanks. You don't want to do that. But, you know, um,
2: but n- what does somebody have to do, like, for instance, if they have their home and they want to be able to utilize uh, the automation technology, like, for instance, from a security standpoint, for locks? Um,
6: well, actually, the locks is pretty sweet. There's... Um, The same locks that you would buy um, at your Best Buy or um, Home Depot, Lowe's, we can now integrate that. And that's with a lot of stuff, um, Nest thermostats, a lot of the stuff that you can buy at the big box stores. Um, Control companies like Control 4, RTI, Crestron, URC are developing drivers um, which work with that stuff. So, you know, gone are the days where if you had a control system and you wanted to add a thermostat, well, that's eight hundred bucks just to add a thermostat. Now you can grab a two hundred dollar Nest. It you know takes me twenty minutes to program it and put it on your uh, put it on your interface. So that's what's become a cool lighting is a huge step in lighting um, control. Is um, you know you can buy the Lutron Caseta system at Home Depot. $45 Forty-five dollars a switch, which may seem like a lot, but that's a far stretch from the hundred fifty dollars uh, for the higher-end products that even Lutron still makes. So, you can get a nice control system from a place like Best Buy, Home Depot, things like that. But to get it all to work on one interface is kind of the key that we try to do. Right. You know, everything's got an app. We were talking earlier with the you know Samsung fridge, you can control that, or a microwave, or you know even coffee pot stuff like that. But to get everything to put on one app, so you're not going from your lighting app to your Direct TV app to your receiver app, you know, and bouncing around to all yeah. these different apps. That's kind of what we do is try to simplify it all down into one user interface um, that can control pretty much your whole house.
4: Well, what? a question I've gotten in the past is on wireless, keyless entry, that type of thing. So, biggest question, well, what happens if my power goes out or something? And, and how do you answer that one for people?
6: Uh, well, most of the locks are... Um, you know, the battery operated, they have an indicator on there. Through the app, it'll tell you where the battery levels are. Um, but it still has a hard key. So
4: Oh, it's okay. Yes, so most okay. of them
6: still have a hard key. So. so at
4: least one entry will have a hard key, so if something does go down, you can at least get in. Yeah, okay.
6: exactly. Um, garage door openers now have built-in power supply where yeah, it'll open the garage door yeah. one or two times if the power's out. So it still lets you get in their house.
4: Do um,
2: Which is a good thing. Yeah. Have you
4: seen much on the installation on the, uh, the garage doors that don't use the motor or the... Um, they're 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 on the face of the garage door and wind up. Have you seen much use of those going on, as far as integration wise? Well, yeah, in tying those in, is that becoming a bigger deal? I haven't seen any. I've heard of them, and I I, I think they're great, but I haven't I haven't never had a client that's wanted to use those where it mounts on the on the back, you know, where the garage door is, as opposed to that chain drive and all that. Have yeah, I haven't much seen of much of,
6: of those now either. Um, all the garage door stuff that we would uh, install our are basically to. It were, go on an existing garage door okay. so yeah i haven't seen much of the uh the roll-up doors like that, that you're talking about the uh the chain drive stuff but we'd probably be able to figure out a way to integrate it if you had one yeah, yeah not.
2: that's that's for sure but uh again as and, and thinking about cost now obviously it's probably a whole lot cheaper now than it was several years ago because it, it, it's almost impossible to keep up with the technology isn't it
6: yeah, well, uh, there was a time, so and you know, you guys are a little bit older than me, so you guys remember the old school. I call it the glory days of audio, where you had big stacks of equipment. Oh, yeah, yeah, you know, and the I used your to stack, move too much equipment. Yeah. That
2: was after ten years. <laughs> I said, I being a DJ I'm like you know I'm done with this because I just got tired of moving it
6: right the, uh, the I love those days with the old the bigger stack the cooler you were yeah, you know like but yeah. now everybody wants to Yo, get Yo vinyl of that stuff. vinyl remember yeah. vinyl yes cracking and popping yeah. um, tape decks so now people are you know getting away from that so there was a time where technology didn't change much besides the CD player coming along but now it's it's rapidly changing so fast you know um, and that's not to say stuff is outdated just it's getting cheaper to put stuff in things, you know, with uh, like, you know, receivers, for example, have Pandora built into it, iHeartRadio, Spotify, all the apps that you would use on your phone are now built right into that receiver. The receiver itself didn't really change much from three or four model years ago, other than the fact that now it's on the network and it has an app. Mm -hmm. But it's it's crazy that now it seemed like after, within the last 10 years, just technologies, it can't catch up with itself. 4K TVs are out but there's no 4K content. <laughs> yes. You know, that's kind of when yeah, 1080p well. <laughs> came out. Everybody was great, you know, high definition. Well, there was no high definition content. So it's people are trying to get, you know, caught up, you know, or products are trying to get caught up with other products, you know, the advancing oh. technology. So, it, yeah, it's, it's rapidly changing where for a time there it wasn't, you know, and then going back to with the control systems that it's not for the rich people anymore. You know, you can have, a, you know, an iPad. And for a couple hundred bucks, you can put your whole you know living room setup on there. Add a couple of lights, and you know you're not you don't have to be a millionaire anymore to afford this. You're thing. ready
3: to go.
2: Yep. It? Yeah, one of the things that we're going to be doing is that we're going to um, have Chase come in on. We're actually one of our other uh, Double Wide Network talk show hosts, Lori Ebert, who uh, we had the privilege of being at her show the other day uh, on Thursdays called Spectacular. Spectacular! Got to get those that s out. She, we're actually going to be doing a couple of segments talking about, you know, you know, a lot of people decide to design their home for practicality. We're going to talk about doing some interesting things to actually help make your home romantic. And one of the things that I thought of immediately was lighting, and that's yeah. going to be able to help. So we're going to have Chase be part of that. Those segments coming up here in the very near future, so I want everybody to stay tuned for that. And, Chase, how can our listeners contact you? Um,
6: You can visit our website, creativecustomsolutions.net. We have an experience center down in Tempe. uh, It's right at the corner of McKellips and Hayden. Um, You can come down and check us out there. Um, A lot of times we will be out in the field, though, so if you are going to come down, please make sure you give us a buzz or shoot me an email or whatever, just to make sure we're there, because we don't want to miss you if you're going to come in. Um, definitely invite you guys to come down and check out, um, you know, push buttons and see things happen, and, you know, listen to loud music, and oh, yeah. know, have Ab- a good time.
2: Absolutely. 480-994-4362. That's HDNA. That's what it spells out. (laughs) There you go. And it's creativecustomsolutions.net is the website, so make sure you check it out. Chase, thanks so much for being here. No problem. Thanks for having me. All right, and we'll we'll make sure we're going to do some people watching here um, probably in about half hour, so don't go away. We'll be right back.
1: You can find them on the web at phoenixmetro.mrelectric.com. Remember, at Mr. Electric, we have the power to make things better. Obtaining a home loan is easy when you have the right company to start with. Right Start Mortgage. If you've been considering purchasing a new home or refinancing your existing mortgage, now is the time. Act now while rates are some of the lowest they've been in the past year for a 30-year fixed rate mortgage. Whatever type of loan you need, FHA, VA, 203K, or second mortgage, Right Start Mortgage has the right loan for you. Don't wait. Call Mike Yamamoto today at 602-490-0205.
2: When you buy a car, you want to see that car's history, whether it's new or used. Why should buying a home be any different? DEC Inspections can provide you with the inspection you need to have peace of mind when purchasing your next home. Call today, 602-308-8722. That's 602-308-8722.
0: This is Mackenzie Westmore, host of Sci-Fi's hit TV show, Face Off. If you need a facelift for your home, you need to listen to Steve DeBell and Image Home Improvement live every Saturday morning from 8 to 9 a.m.
2: Hey, you know, Mike, did you ever get the feeling like with all the attendees going by in all their costumes that you see your life from when you were a kid forward?
3: <laughs> just and, all your heroes flashing before you. All the heroes <laughs>
2: just have are come and gone, you some know? Some big,
3: some small, some in between.
2: You know, I'm still waiting for that. I'm still waiting for the Predator to come back. Oh, but yeah. I don't well, know. We, got a, awesome. hey, we <laughs> got a bigger Predator right over here. This <laughs> giant robot. Oh, my God. I mean, he looks like God, he almost looks like he came from the um with the movie Doom, maybe. I don't know.
4: Yeah, it looks like what Iron Man, it? something. Uh, yeah,
3: he's uh, from I don't something. Know. But that you just some people put serious time into these costumes. Oh my god. Yeah, you gotta oh man, respect it. You gotta respect it. It's
2: it's amazing. It's amazing. Don't don't it, you know And I don't
3: want him to crush me either. I don't do,
2: no, I don't so want <laughs> I don't think Sean will would think too kindly if he decided to stick his finger in a light socket. I tell oh, you what, dude. I spent a lot of time on my costume. <laughs> you look great, Sean. Sean LePointe, Mr. Electric is here cuz he has the power to make it happen. And we got tools also. And we've got tools, <laughs> power tools. But you know, one of the things that one thing, you know, I'm sorry that, you know, Dan's not here. Actually, if you're wondering where Dan where's the, is, Where's the chuckle fest? <laughs> Dan is actually actually uh got taken ill yesterday and he's actually home resting. Gotcha. And the doctor told him no costume, no Comic Con. You have to stay home and rest. So we're sending out a lot of love to him. But I told him that you know that Sean, you you were gonna miss him. Uh, I'll tell you what he's the uh, he's
5: the uh, Ed McMahon to uh you you know, know, to, to the Carson. I'll just peer. I'll
2: tell you what to do. That was the funniest thing I've ever heard. <laughs> All right, so now we're having a talent show here, okay? So Sean's, Sean actually, Sean's a performer. Before we get involved talking about electric, you know, Sean texted me last night. He was out doing his thing. You know, Sean's got a, a musical background, and you know, I had told him I said next time you come on the show, you need you need to bring some music with you. I forgot. You forgot the music. <laughs> what happened? Actually you, you, I brought the look I, in the edit. Actually I, I I, I, you know, actually I think you were you were practicing last night with the look to come to Comic-Con. No, actually I was at a show last night.
5: So Steve <laughs> who's always working sends me a text. Hey, I'm still looking for the numbers for that job. <laughs> and I'm like, "Hey, I'm ready to go on stage." <laughs> well, you know,
2: these things happen. These That's things right. happen. That's, That's okay. All right. That's all right. So anyway, so uh, obviously Talking about all this future home technology, um, you who are directly involved for bringing power into the house to all these wonderful things, which I don't think, you know, like we were talking about earlier with Kevin, I don't think that you could energize a wall and just touch it and get power.
4: Yeah, that, that'd be a little tough. To that would do be it. a
2: little. That would be. That could be a little. That could be a shocking. Have you that? Have you heard of that? You know, though, that of that?
5: The, that, the, that trying actually to get rid is, of wiring. Um, you know, we deal with a lot with um, with electric vehicle charging stations, and believe it or not, the wire, whoops wireless induction uh, is it's an induction is, it's system. An, it's, an, okay. it's happening, yeah. And so, you know, you're not too far off. Of what's well, going I've seen to see it on uh, the pike, for yeah. cell phones and stuff like yep. that. Yeah, but you I mean just, just put it next to it and it'll charge. You put it next to it and it'll charge. It's correct. That's and just that amazing. technology what? exists, and then now it's on a level where um, you can put a pad in your. Uh, you, on your driveway, and you take your electric vehicle and you just park it over the pad, and that's a product that's on the market right now.
4: Wow, fantastic! That,
5: that's, Absolutely, that's yeah. pretty amazing. Yeah, it is. I'm not sure that I'd want to stand. Yeah, next that's to it. Like, so I just yeah. stand over the top of that? And <laughs> <laughs> but when you but when you say uh, you know get power off the wall, uh, that technology is here, and it's just a matter of time before it's uh, evolved to it the point in. where
2: where very realistically you can get power off the wall by touching it. Yeah, I mean, you've got to be careful, and then there'll be new warning signs.
4: Steve, I've got something we run into quite a bit. When you're doing a um, room addition or a big RV garage, something like that, we're running in these older homes that have 100, 150 amp, or something 200 amps, but we're having to upgrade to 400 amps, and it's becoming very common. So in in your experience, um, if it's a 200 amp newer panel we typically... um, we will make that a sub-panel and then bring in a new 400 amp service to run whatever's out there. But yep. a lot of these older homes that people don't realize, well, you've got 100, 150 amp service, but it's not enough to run the new technology homes because there's so much electric items yep. in there. Yep. So you've seen a lot of that with the upgrades and stuff and having to do that?
5: We absolutely do. Uh, one of the things that we make sure we do, especially when we're bringing in new circuitry and even things like the charging stations and a lot of the newer appliances, uh, the way they have to calculate whoops, I keep banging this thing—the way they, the way they, <laughs> the, the, way they uh, the way they have to calculate is we're forced to actually consider it. You probably know this uh, continuous usage, which means not, it's not only we have to count for um, you know the actual usage of the device, but we have to give it a cushion. We have to give it a little percentage over, mm-hmm. and once we evolve that into the calculations, we. Uh, and you know, we make sure that the uh, you know that the panel size correctly. And I know a lot of electricians and, and a lot of handymen, They don't even understand what that is. They don't know exactly what's that. Exactly. Yeah. You know, and, and so you know, we go out and we do the diligence to make sure that we're not going to overload somebody's service. And if what they want to put in is going to, then it's the next step. Is we say, hey, we take this to a two twenty five or a three hundred or a four hundred.
4: Well, I've had a couple cities that actually, if you get to ninety percent or over, they won't let you do. They you'll, they'll make you upgrade the panel. And so I have a calculation I do, and it's pretty basic, but if I'm close, I'll actually get, if I've got a good electrician, get him to work it because he's got, he's runs the numbers so that usually we can get it down below 90, but I've had cases where you just can't make it work. And, and yep. you and I both know yep. that not everything runs at the same time, so there are allowances in there. There is. But it's getting harder and harder with all the new technology out there. And, and I get guys wanting to put up RV garages and shops, and I know they're going to run equipment, but they've got a 200-amp service on their house, you know, a 3,000-square-foot house. It just isn't going to work, but they'll we'll just get lights, give me a light and a GFI out there. I'll take care of the rest later. So so they're running, you know, they're going to run uh, the bigger power out there later. And I know that down the road they're going to have issues. Yeah, yeah. And the other thing is sometimes we run into situations where you've got a 200-amp service, but if they didn't put in a big enough conduit to pull a 400-amp wire in, you you can't do it because you can't go back out to the transformer and, and get a new conduit in there. And it becomes a major issue. Yeah, and sometimes we run into that too.
5: And you know what else is amazing and and. Uh, and, and Everybody loves the power companies in town, but we find that they fall outside of their own uh, UL listing process. And so they can actually put in whatever they want. Like they can say, you know what, I think this house is really only going to take this much. I'm just going to throw in. Whoop! This kind of
3: water.
2: <laughs> that was my forehead. Hitting okay, the floor, okay, by okay. The way. So the question. Okay, Mike, three, Sean, zip. <laughs> I just get all flailing over here and just uh, uh,
5: taking the we, place we, out. Hey, when you, Mike, we need the sneeze an, guard over there between <laughs> exactly. the mic and him. I don't yeah, know. We
2: need to protect he's our going to our have equipment. to get here
4: more often, so he becomes an expert at broadcasting. I'll tell you what.
2: Yeah,
5: he's <laughs> <just> an <laughs> expert at flailing around at this point. <laughs> But yeah, we have seen cases where uh, the existing conduit has been allowed under certain circumstances, but you're definitely correct. Um, you know, there are guidelines on 400 amp service and a much larger conduit and a much larger wire. Well, and,
4: and some of the older neighborhoods, if they've got overhead um, wires, it's not too bad. But I had one instance, and it hasn't come up lately, where they actually, there wasn't enough power in the neighborhood. They had planned only 200 amps per house. There wasn't enough power to bring in 400 amps. And it was surprising to me that there wasn't that extra in there, but it it does happen, and sometimes you have to caution people, look, what you want to do is great, but you you can't do what you want to do. It's just not going to work. Well, there's a hefty
5: fee to upgrade the transformer.
4: Well, there's a real hefty fee. I had an instance years ago, too, where uh, we did a house in an all-electric area, no gas was even around, and the guy wanted to put in a tankless water heater. Well they make electric tankless water heaters, but the draw on it, it drew... 175 amps was the, was the initial draw on it and he was going to have to upgrade and the cost was so much he decided not to do it why yeah. bother
0: yeah it, it yeah. just
4: wasn't worth it I don't think electric um, tankless water heaters are worth the cost I think gas is definitely worth it but I don't think the electrics have come along far enough to make it worthwhile yeah, they they do they
5: just uh, you know they do they are staves, they don't draw that initial current right off the bat but they can depending on on the, on the you know hot water that's required. Um, the
2: gas is definitely the way to go for those. Like a nice Renai system. Yeah. You know, one of the things that we were talking about with technology evolving as fast as it does, I think one of the things that I've seen, and I know Sean and I have experienced this on a couple of projects that we've done together, where the municipalities who happen to do all the inspections are not quite up to speed on the technology that we're actually that they're actually supposedly to come in and inspect. And I think that learning curve is somehow they gotta do a little better on the learning curve because yeah. you're required to because it's your liability to make right. sure that you know what you're doing. But it's not so much a liability of the inspector. If the inspector's like a little in a fog like a couple of those project commercial projects we had not uh, too as long said, ago. Yeah, it had to be the clinic. And, was and the it's honest. just like, yeah. you know, you know, people were about ready to jump out the back door and commit Harry Carry because the inspector <laughs> was like like what i mean he was he wasn't up to speed with what we were doing
5: you know what we find is uh is that the municipalities are are anywhere from three to five to seven years behind on the uh on the notated codes like the ibc and the nec and whatnot um so the burden really i think does fall on the installer to make sure that it's put in yeah, correctly what and and you know what's great is that some of the some of the larger municipalities are actually moving forward and they're saying hey we're going to embrace the newer codes But what we find is the uh, inspector comes out and does a you know a fairly cursory inspection and says okay here you go and he didn't really look at some of the things that we thought maybe he should have and we're not coming down on the authority having jurisdiction here but we've seen it you know it's like they signed it off and now you know know, we're actually culpable so and we pull a lot more permits than probably I'd say uh, any other electrical electrician in town because we're we're pretty firm on the fact that. uh, you know that permitting is is is, is a good stand behind and the, the way to move forward. So we deal with right. you know inspectors a lot, and we deal with you know the permitting process, and, and uh, you know, it's kind of what we see. So well, we, all I
2: all I've got to say is thank God that you know what you're doing because there are other people that are supposedly checking on what you do, and they have no clue. Because he makes you look good, right? And he makes me always than. makes me look good. Absolutely. Here's
4: another issue you deal with. when you talk about inspectors, and then I've got a question on. Um, uh, well with with codes, you've got cities that are still on 2006 you got some at 2000 I don't know if anybody in 2009, most of them upgraded to 2012, you got the 2015 code coming in, and, and there's still a few that are way back there so you've got to know all those codes too when, when you get out there and sometimes you have to educate the inspector, now most guys are, are willing to take that if you deal with it in the right way, but I've had inspectors that they don't like being told that they're wrong <laughs> and, and
0: it, it oh. could be a you know wait, it could wait, be is a big it issue. That's the truth. <laughs> yeah, there you go. Yeah, a, All
2: right. That's, that was a moment for Dan. That's amazing. I got to uh, tell you. Uh,
5: yeah, we've um we've gone so far as very politely just maybe take sections out of the code book and highlight the appropriate part and and post it next to the to the issue at hand and, right. you and know, you say, gotta, "Hey, this is our finding, this is how I'm interpreting you gotta, it." You got you got to prove your
2: case. Yeah, you do.
4: Yeah. And, and most of them are willing to do that because if you really think about guys give inspectors grief all the time but you know what i know those guys i work with them all the time and even plan reviewers there is so much for them to know. It, it, it's literally impossible. Just the training alone. The reason a lot of people are—I've had talked to cities recently—they're not going to the 2015. It costs them so much money to bring all their reviewers and inspectors yep. up to up to yep. snuff. It's ridiculous.
2: Yeah, but yep. We see a disconnect between the plan reviewer and the, and the field oh, inspector. Big, oh, big time. Big disconnect. <laughs> and speaking of disconnects, we're going to take a short <laughs> break. And when we come back, we got more. <laughs> <laughs> we got more with Sean. Dan, the Inspector LaPointe, don't go away.
1: If you've been thinking of replacing or upgrading those kitchen cabinets or appliances in your home even though they're still in good shape, then I have a solution for you. Stardust Building Supplies is a 501c3 organization recycling such things as kitchen cabinets, toilets, doors, windows, tubs and more. Remember, one man's trash is another woman's treasure. They have three convenient valley locations. 51st Avenue and Northern in Phoenix, Alma School and Broadway in Mesa, and 40th Street and Thunderbird in Phoenix. Net profits from Stardust stores support their Angels on Call program, which provides free home repairs to qualified low-income homeowners in the Phoenix metro area. Last year, Angels on Call helped over 100 homeowners with their necessary home repairs. Let's do our part for the green movement. Give Stardust Building Supplies a call today. 480-668-0566 or visit them on the web at stardustbuilding.org. Chances are, when it's time to call a service professional, you need someone right away. Who can you call for those electrical problems fast? The answer is Mr. Electric
2: All right, you know, Mike, I, 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 I feel right at home here today at Phoenix Comic-Con. I see a lot of people from the Federation. You,
4: the look, uni- like your, United you Federation look like you of planets, right at home.
2: Yeah. You know? he He's
4: got the face for Comic-Con, doesn't
2: he? Yeah, I mean, you know, I just, <laughs> what can I tell you? You know? Just remember, you look great, Captain you c- Kirk. Yeah, that's you know, right. with the bald head. Yeah, you know, I just, you know, what well, they, they used to. There you tell, go. They used to tell me years ago because I went, went looking for this picture the other day back in the 1980s when I was a little younger. We actually looked like a young William Shatner, <laughs> and then when Next Generation came out. Amazing what 10 years or so will do to you. And then all of a sudden, everybody said, I look like Patrick Stewart. (laughs) It's just like, you know, I can't win. So that's what they actually had a a newspaper article. It's a true story. Actually, we went to um, the uh, opening of Star Trek III, the The Search for Spock. And I went in full dress. And the guy didn't know... Didn't, he, he did you get in free? He did. A, no. He didn't <laughs> no, let, didn't let me in free. That, it wasn't he that good. Said, it book. was like Kirk slash Picard with a question mark, and he didn't know because they had a next-gen outfit on uh, with a little bit of original, original series paraphernalia, too. So it was amazing. It was a lot of fun, though. That's what this is all about, Phoenix Comic-Con here that this whole fun. weekend, and this is day number three, and... There's still so much more left, and there's a whole lot of other things happening. But we're here with Sean LaPointe from Mr. Electric, and we're talking with a little bit about uh, uh, the future of electric. Where is it going? And it's like who would have thought we can't live our lives without having some kind of electric. So, Sean, you're in a profession that really, um, I guess, has a lot of security. You'll never have to worry about it ever going out of style.
4: <laughs> yeah, we're always going to use electricity.
5: We're always going
2: to need, have, have need for, for people like Sean and Mr. Electric.
5: Yeah, and uh, I think the primary focus uh, moving forward with electricity is going to be safety. Um, safety and, and handiness, like your uh, previous guest talked about. You know, you know, everybody's uh, having smartphones and stuff like that. It kind of re- brings me to mind the uh, you know the way technology has been increasing over the last you know let's call it a you know a couple of decades or so. Really has been an exponential increase in, in, in technology and computer speed and whatnot. And we're seeing the same thing in, in the building trades and, and and electrical installs too. And so it's really uh, you know it's really we need to you know stay on the
2: ball or falling on the curve. And that, and that's not you know again that's something that. Uh, Kevin is absolutely has to make sure that he stays on top of as well it's because tough. what he draws, you have to build. Absolutely. Well, and, and a lot of times I, I tell people, I
4: get a set of plans that gets a permit. Everything changes, and if not everything, but a lot of stuff changes in the field. But I know how to get through the reviewers. That doesn't mean it's going to be the same out in the field. And a lot of people don't understand that. I've had clients want to put 200 outlets in them going, what, why do you need all? I literally had a lady, we had over 200 outlets in her house because she had decorations out the yin-yang. And her husband finally, we got it down to about 100, but it, we had to do 400 amps on a normal house just because she wanted so many outlets and she literally had things she plugged in all over the place. Yep. But you talk about safety now, we've come in where... Um, on outlets used to be you just had a two-prong outlet. Well, then it went to GFI outlets, which are around water. Then you went to AFCIs, which is if if something a kid stuck something in, uh, it wouldn't shock him. Now you you have the AFCI tamper resistance tamper that everybody's resistance, gone to. Yeah, yeah. So you to make it work, you've got to have two things plugged in because they figure a young kid's not going to grab two paper clips and stick them in. But as safety's become so huge. Um, around water and everything like that. It used to be if you put an outside light in, it was assumed you knew it was waterproof. Now the reviewers make you put WP on it, waterproof outlet, or like yep. a light, a light yep. and stuff yep. like that. And uh, it, safety has become a huge issue.
5: Yeah, and efficacy too for lighting is a, is a big deal that we're running into now too with the uh, municipalities, especially on new builds. I'm sure you're running into oh, this too oh, with the- Oh, huge, outdoor yeah, like lighting.
4: It's the lumens per watt is you got the, all the rules. The, uh, is, is well, the, and you bring thing, up so. lighting is one issue I wanted to ask a question. The new LED stuff, what I'm finding is you can put in so many more fixtures on one circle. Where it used to be you planned maybe three, four lights now you can put in uh, 10, 12 on, on the LEDs, is at least what I'm being told is that true. You can get more LEDs on a circuit now because they draw less energy.
5: This is definitely true, but you gotta make sure that the, that the fixtures that you're speccing aren't able to be tampered with in such a fashion, that the LED can be brought back into incandescent or... or yeah, or that's another, that's and yeah. people
4: don't even know, that, nope. because people are trying to convert stuff, and if you don't do it right, you got a problem.
5: Yeah, absolutely. The, uh, and We're also finding with the uh, you know the there's a lot of dimmers that are that are out now that uh, are able to be multifunction and they'll handle, uh, you know handle oh, the yeah, LED that, and the I, CFL. I saw that and, the, the yeah, other day. Leviton yeah. actually has come out with a, with a great one. That's uh, it's like a universal dimmer. It handles. <laughs> there we go again. But and
4: that's where you know we talked DIY in last segment too. <laughs> that's where the DIYers don't realize if you don't do things right, it's like the old aluminum wiring. Well, to be honest, the aluminum is still used today. It's braided typically for for bigger appliances. But the aluminum was good if you had the right connections. But it and it really also, was the connections and it was yeah, the connections yeah. that was yep. the problem. But then also they work loose over time. Connections can work loose just because of the current going in that system, and, and even you know when and people, loose connections. Oh man, keep me in business. Oh, huge. And hopefully it doesn't get to the point where you know a fire type thing. But uh, yep. and we've seen stuff where I I I actually when I was doing home inspections. It's just been several years ago knob and tube wiring to be honest what i'm told is still if it's as long as you don't touch it and it's in good condition it's still you can leave it it's the problem, scary
5: yeah the problem with knob and tube wiring is that the insulation that coats the wire wears
4: off falls off, off the yeah. wire and that's now to you got a safety conditions you, yeah. Yeah, yeah you so. got a big issue yeah due to age but uh, yeah. yeah there's there's so many things that people are electrical is one of the bigger expenses when you go into a house obviously framing shoes and concrete but size wise comparative Electrical is one of the bigger expenses, but I tell people, if you don't do it right, it, you're going to have problems down the road. Yeah, and we do. The, uh,
5: we, we get people say, "Hey, I have aluminum wiring in my house. What can I do?" Uh, you know, definitely the first recommendation we're going to say is, you know, let's, let's 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 get it out, let's get out of there, and let's rewire it. Right. And uh, <laughs> um, but there is, uh, you know, we do use one of the two uh, consumer safety uh, um, product. What's kind of the the. Consumer Product Safety Commission, uh, they now have, uh, they've outlawed the purple wire nuts, but they do have a couple solutions, one of them being uh, a Lumicom-type uh, set screw that, that's what's approved with proper torque, and, and we've been having a lot of success in, in giving customers a uh, a little bit less inexpensive alternative, because it really is the connections, like you're saying, and so we can go in and say, hey, let's re-terminate all your aluminum with uh, these approved right. you know, connections and... And, well, and uh, I, know, I know it's hard to an give a firm
4: number, but if someone, say, had around 2,000, 2,500-square-foot house and they had to rewire all the switches and outlets um, because they have aluminum. What's, I mean, to me, it's worth it, it's not a huge, but are we talking a couple thousand? Are we talking five, six thousand? Rough idea, just in a range, if you can give me one. Well,
5: typically, that what we run into is a house that has aluminum wiring. And it's also in an age where uh, plaster and stuff like that is proficient. There's a little, little less attic right. space, and so we're actually coming in and doing a pretty heavy remodel on that. Okay, and, we, and we've seen those prices, uh, you know, easily being in the ten to fifteen thousand. So it's not
4: just range. a matter of running a fish tape or a wire in somewhere. It's, S- sometimes you, you, it yeah, is, where you're looking at a
5: hundred openings, and, and uh, That's you know, with, lot, we, yeah. and then we got a lot of times we got to have the, uh, you know, is there lead paint involved, and so we need to be conscious of, uh, you know, the, the requirements. <laughs> Asbestos, yeah, yeah. definitely uh, uh, vermiculite and that kind of stuff. We run into that all the time. And so it's not just a matter of, of yeah. blanking a piece of wire, and there's a whole lot of other factors involved. Yeah. So, yeah. yeah.
2: Sean, how can our listeners contact you?
5: Uh, Listeners can contact me. I actually have a a, a passenger pigeon that I tie a (laughs) thing on the the, flies. That's uh, old school. (laughs) It is old school. Oh, my God. Yeah. phoenixmetro.mrelectric.com will get you to our website. Uh, And also uh, 480 503 1339 will get you to our desk, and uh, we do have live uh, people answering the phone 24
2: hours. That's right. Website. Website. uh, Steve DeBell. Image image Home home Improvement Show. Also, and and, and if you Google, one of the other things you could also do too which you could find the Image Home Improvement Show and look up Sean Mr. Electric and Google Smart Home Technology, you will actually find a whole article uh, that Mr. Electric uh, national had put out about all the different things about smart technology. Yep. So we've yep. got all the angles covered from all our experts. So we want to thank, and there he is. Scrooge. Hey, Scrooge. How you guys doing? <laughs> all right. You guys are too funny. Hey, you guys want to stand there for a picture real quick. All right. Get let me get this. Here we we go. Go. Get, get this. There we go. Get this on the on website film. too. All right. We want to thank all our guests for being on the show today. And, uh, it's just been a wild and crazy time here at Phoenix Comic Con and Image Home Improvement Live. We want to thank Dave Pratt and Star Worldwide Networks for having us out at this great event. And Mike, thanks so much for guiding the ship.
3: Always a good time here, if, here with you guys. Appreciate it, Mike. And,
2: and if you ever thought about not listening to this program, resistance is futile. We'll see you next week.
3: Well, we're moving on now. now. To.